is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Canningator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a comedic guest and I tell them all about the people, the places, and the current events affecting the world in a positive way. This week, my guest is the hilarious Lauren Holt. Lauren is an improviser and an actress. You can see her on UCB Mod Night with her team, The Audacity. You can see her all around LA performing at places like the Clubhouse and UCB doing sketch and improv and musical improv. Oh, she's so funny. I love her. I love her. I love her. I'm so excited about this episode. And hey, if you like this episode, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps me get up there in search results. And if you feel like shopping on Amazon and you want to use my link, you can do so by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash hello and good news. That will take you to Amazon where you can shop around like you normally would. And then when you check out uh, Boardwalk Audio and Hello and Good News gets a little bit of a kickback and it's just a nice thing. So if you're going to order some stuff, order some stuff. Uh, Okay, let's talk about some good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. time we had some freaking real good news. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, it's me and Lauren Holt, and we're on our, my couch. Right here. We're here on the we're couch. We're here on the couch. We're here on the couch, and we're just, we're just having a good time. Having a comfy, comfy good time. Uh, great. Are you ready to hear some good news? Oh, baby, give it to me. Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, mm, the first one I... <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh, let's see mm, mm, okay speaking mm. of okay the first story i have is one of those ones where like it's kind of sad but also then it's nice okay okay good to know um, uh okay this um this police officer was building a treehouse for his daughter and then while he was on Oh, I thought I wasn't recording for a second. <laughs> uh, I, oh, man. <laughs> you would have missed all that hello. All those hello goodies. Those, all those hello goodies. I've done it before, and I know I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> I've just, like, accidentally not recorded things for a full 10 minutes before. And it's the worst. Oops. But we're recording. Everybody gets Here to hear are. all of this. This is all going in. Keep it. Keep it. Um... Okay, so this police officer was building a nice treehouse for his daughter, but then, this is the sad part, Uh, he was 36 years old, he was a state trooper. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just know. You know. I mean, where else could it go? Yeah. You're Uh, already saying was. (laughs) I know. Okay. Okay, let's Um, go through it. Let's go. uh, He responded to a domestic violence call and ended up getting shot and uh, died. This is that's the really sad part. Yeah. Um, 
the part that's nice is that 35 of um 35 of the other police officers like in his precinct all came to his house and finished building the tree house for his daughter oh i know it's oh. really sad making but it's also so oh, beautiful that's like it's yeah, harsh that's really sad <laughs> This is not the best one to start off. Woof, woof. <laughs> we are starting off hard. Yeah. It's not, I guess it's not. No. It is happy. It it's is. It's like, I mean, yeah. I think it's that type of people pull together so much when there's grief. Loss, yeah. And, or loss or hardships of any kind, especially communities. And I feel like the, um, police community is probably pretty tight yeah um so that can just be a little tidbit one i just think it's so i just think it's so cool that because how hard would that be to have an unfinished tree house in your yard yeah for probably like, like there the next you. 10 years yeah, yeah. You're, you're dead. i mean and this will remind her ever dad too but it's like in a, like it's in a better way mm-hmm. like a happier way of people coming together and i bet it was like enjoying their love for him mm-hmm. like, yeah a pretty it was probably like honoring him i bet it was a pretty cool afternoon of or i don't know how like long a happy it like a a celebration of him yeah and like building them together mm-hmm. and like helping yeah it's sweet. I'm just like thinking, I mean, like that's just heavy. <laughs> like, I know. I don't know. I was like, oh, I actually don't have anything to say about this other than. <laughs> yeah. A little sweet snippet. <laughs> little sweet. Super heavy way to start off. Ooh. I don't know. What, that's why when I first started talking, I was like, why did I put this one first on my, I like have them all arranged in a pile basically. And I was like, why is this one first? Okay. Well, that's beautiful people come together through grief yeah. uh and help each other get through things is yeah. the main thing um but okay anyway so now welcome to the good news here we go, here we go. and now we it's begin hello lauren. good news <laughs> good news it's me and lauren holt let's talk about um i think this is very i think this is really cute um so there was um a horse died yeah. uh, on the train track <laughs> This is not funny. Okay, 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 okay. We're dealing with grief. We're dealing with it. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this little boy, he's 10 years old, and he was at the Natural History Museum, and he spotted a mislabel, like a labeling mistake in the dinosaur exhibit, yes. which, you know, I love dinosaurs. So and my you know heart- I love grammar. <laughs> this story is... Off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> I legit Jeez. do love grammar. <laughs> and I dinosaurs, know, actually. I, I love dinosaurs. You. Yeah. You're a grammar I'm a grammar, girl? Grammar, I'm a grammar gal. <laughs> grammar, grammar I'm gal. I'm shaking my shoulders yeah. right now. Like, She's doing mm, a I'm shimmy. shimmy. I'm shimmying. Grammar gal. Grammar gal. Grammar, grammar, grammar gal. <laughs> um, yeah, this 10-year-old boy, he was um, in this dinosaur exhibit. And it was one of those ones made for kid where kids where you're like looking for clues of things and trying to fit it together. Little scavenger hunt. Yeah. And he, so he was reading a sign that had an egg on it. Um, and then it showed like the full dinosaur set for a side by side comparison. Mm-hmm. And then he saw that the shape of the dinosaur was wrong. And he, he was like, this is a 10 year old. He was like, it claimed to be an overraptor, but it looked like an early dinosaur from the Triceratops family. I love this so Oh, my much. God. This kid is great. 
And um, I thought it was going to be a grammar mistake, so I, I misspoke. But no, you can still, still be a grammar great. girl. You can still be just <laughs> Take back all my grammar, gals. <laughs> I'm shimmying backwards it. now. <laughs> Taking them back. <laughs> um, and at first his mom was like, no, I'm sure it's right. Because this is a national history museum. museum. Yeah. <laughs> Where you learn and shut up, John. <laughs> Uh, and so he was like, no, give me your phone, mom. And he like Googled it and showed her and he was right. And so they, they like told the, uh, they told the museum and the museum Uh was like, oh yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. You're right. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Thanks for for catching. I failed at my job. (laughs) Did they give him like a free pass for the year or something um they definitely should have they didn't say anything about <laughs> that they at the end they're like we have a lot of different events and things going on at the museum here it, it was funny because the article turned <laughs> another excuse for why it's off <laughs> it kind of was like the art- i mean we got a lot of stuff going on in the museum we can't really keep up with all the dinosaurs <laughs> so sorry but <laughs> there's too much information coming in all at once about these dinosaurs <laughs> That is like almost kind of a synopsis of what the letter to the little kid said. It's um, a prehistoric thing. <laughs> yeah. the right now is very hard for them. <laughs> Sorry. It's I coming in a lot. It's coming a lot of stuff, a lot of info coming in, coming in at us. <laughs> um, like a spokesperson addressed it when the the this the independent like called him up and he said the museum was recently made aware of a mistake in one of our dinosaur galleries this has now been raised with our exhibition team and we'll change it as soon as possible scientific research and our understanding of the natural world are constantly changing and the the dinosaurs gallery has been refurbished several times to reflect this unfortunately in the process an error has been made we're very impressed with charlie's knowledge and then it goes on to be like we have a lot of different exhibits here uh you should come to the museum (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i i also like to imagine that this is going on at a museum press conference Yeah, me too. with a lot of reporters just being like excuse me excuse Excuse me me. yes uh question Uh, okay yes the times yeah (laughs) um recently uh i heard that a certain young man came into your museum and found a discrepancy in your dinosaur (laughs) exhibit do you want to talk about that Yes, uh, recently we were made aware of a of a problem in the dinosaur exhibit. <laughs> we have a lot of different info. A lot of information coming, flying in all the time <laughs> on the backs of, um, <laughs> of pterodactyls and a lot of triceratops tweets coming in. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fine, a lot of different, a lot of fines. <laughs> yeah, a lot of digs going on all at once and uh, we're trying to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> Can you dig it? No, we don't like puns. Get back to the news. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I imagined it too. Yeah, this is all someone from Jezebel. Uh, excuse me, uh, I'm sorry. Jezebel. Yeah, I noticed you referred to the dinosaur as a he? male pronoun. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> how do you know that that was a male dinosaur <laughs> from the genitalia? Okay. Mansplaining. Well, now, yeah. Are you trying to tell me what I, what I know and what I don't know? Are you trying to keep me down and keep me quiet like a fossil? I'm. Re- <laughs> Just buried beneath bedrock. And that article gets shared on everyone's Facebook Mm -mm. feed. (laughs) Yeah. The newest Jezebel. Can you believe it? Mm. Oh, uh, also look at the photo of this boy, Charlie, that they have for this thing. 
He looks like the toughest. Oh, he looks like mofo. he is so tough. And this is a kid that won't let shit slide no. through the museum. He's like, oh, you're wrong about this. Yeah. They're like, let's get your picture, Charlie. And he was like, fine. Fine. Get this one right at least. He looks like he just did a bank heist. And this is his mugshot. Like his face is so, so intense. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> the other Charles is home. Yeah, Charles is home. And he didn't give me a kiss. <laughs> uh, see how it is. Well, good work. Sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> good work, Charlie. You did it. Good We're work. proud of you, kid. Good work. Um, keep finding those discrepancies. Yeah. Keep making <clears throat> press conferences happen. Yeah. <laughs> Stamp of approval. Yeah. Keep taking more photos exactly like that. <laughs> Never smile, kid. Never smile. <laughs> Never smile. <laughs> what else oh um this is kind of crazy so they just found this month they found uh a a sword do you say sword or it's definitely sword (laughs) it's not sport (laughs) i can tell you right now (laughs) definitively it is sword (laughs) i've never I've never doubted that before in my life. But all of a sudden, I love that though. Do you say sword or sword? I say sword. I was just wondering if you said it in a different way. Like pillow or pillow? So did I. (laughs) Sorry, I know I say knife, but some people say knife, and I wanted to know (laughs) just what you did. I know you're from a different part. Everyone says stuff differently. (laughs) Crick. Crick and Creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sword. <laughs> sword. I say sword, actually. <laughs> Let's, can we say sword for the rest of the yes. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, so the Civil War hero's long-lost sword was found hiding in an attic. That's the title of the article I found. Um, this is kind of cool. My so, face is very excited. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't audibly, like, gasp. My face was saying, gasp. Sword in an sword. attic. Hiding? <laughs> it was hiding. Um, so Union Colonel Robert Goldshaw, which I guess I've never seen this movie, but the movie Glory is based off of. Oh this. yeah, you. Oh my god. Yeah, no, is I it good? That. Should I see it? It's like Matthew Broderick, right? Oh, I don't know. I think it is. Maybe like Morgan. Yeah, he was the he was the legendary. Uh, f- uh, he was like the colonel of the. He led the 54th Massachusetts Regiment, which was one of the first official black military units in the U.S. Yeah. So they fought. They were like, hey, uh, you need to play pay black soldiers the same. And also they can be in the military. It's like yeah. the first thing. Maybe it was, I want to say Denzel. I, I, think it's it, I know it was Matthew Broderick, and I think it was Dan, Denzel. 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 <laughs> was it Denzel? He's just in so many action movies that it makes sense for me. Yeah, never having seen the movie. My, my <laughs> phone is not going fast. Oh, here, I can use the computer that's sitting on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> I did have a moment yesterday where I was trying to remember. My friend and I were trying to remember something, and 
we were trying to remember Harper Lee and we were having a space out moment where yeah. we were like, who the crap were, wrote to kill, kill a mockingbird? <laughs> and it was like, it was a woman and I have, and it's like, a, and I was like, don't, don't Google it. We're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to remember. <laughs> oh yeah. This can wait. Everything needs to wait. We can do this. Oh my God. Uh, I'm just looking up what my IMDb searches are and they're very funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Glory, Airbud. Uh, Riverdale <laughs> and the Babysitter's Club. I IMDb'd myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Mummy. Do that. And then the Theory of Everything. <laughs> I'm being 100% honest. These what are all Air my. <laughs> Airbud was in there. Uh, I recently looked to see what year that came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When? Uh, I think it was like 97, I think. Okay, yeah. I would tell you, but my internet will <laughs> still not work. It's showing me my searches and nothing else. <laughs> uh, you were right about both. Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, and Morgan Freeman. There we go, baby. Mm. We watched it in history class. I remember that. The documentary, Glory. Glory. <laughs> history documentary <laughs> to be watched in all classrooms. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love how in high school, in high school, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Oh, um, I think middle school, actually. Yeah. Uh, once you're old enough to like watch a movie... They're like, I don't know. We're done explaining. Yeah, just watch, watch this. Some movie stars do it. Um, yeah, because <laughs> let's be honest, that's how we all learn. Yeah. And what, do I remember anything about that class except for Glory? Absolutely no, not. You remembered every single actor. Who was I in it. did. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Robert Gould, Gould Shaw's. You say Gould or Gold? Let me see it. I'm just. I okay. <laughs> Yep. I'm trying to make a joke about myself, except I that's like actually it. a word that maybe you could. It's a name, yep. so you can mess it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his sword went missing because in his last his last battle, so he was killed, yeah. and um, he uh, he had this sword. Uh, sword. Oh, keep it up. <laughs> um, commissioned for him, like back before this battle and then uh but when the battle was over all his body was stripped of all his clothes and the sword and but then it ended up later being recovered like uh they did a search for it in 1865 and they ended up like the um the a rebel officer like stole his sword sword and then they ended up finding it but then it got lost again or it had never been seen, had not been seen. Yeah. Um, and it had been missing for decades until it was found earlier this year by Shaw's descendants, Mary Minturn Wood and her brother. They discovered the sword while going through the attic of the family home in Massachusetts, which is awesome. Such a good find. And also so funny to me that for decades, people <laughs> were like, I don't know where that dang sword is. You know what? I let. I have not seen that sword anywhere. <laughs> Do you want to look up in the attic? No, no, it's not there. I don't know. In our family home? Yeah, no. no. The one that's been here for ages and ages? <laughs> it's not. No, I, I no. looked up there for uh, for my inner tube once, and I didn't no. see it. So I had to grab the projector last week. Yeah, and I didn't see, and it, I didn't see it up there. <laughs> sword, like, pretty hideable. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was up there. <laughs> I don't know. And also, the, I think it's yeah, gone. Or they were just like, I don't know. Yeah, discovering it seems weird. <laughs> like they've had it. I don't know. It just seems weird. Also, I, like I would it. go straight to Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I was like, this like news. This article would not be 
in existence because I would just go to Antiques Roadshow and be like, <laughs> what? I'm a descendant of this guy? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. And it's probably worth like $300. <laughs> I would love, like, when I was a kid, all I wanted was to be on Antiques Roadshow. Same. I wanted to find something. Yeah, I kept everything because I was like, this will be so valuable when I <laughs> am like 60 years. Years, 60 years old. I'm like, I'm counting on it. Like I specifically got into the Pokemon phase mm-hmm. of like the cards. Cause I was like, For I'm going to make time. so much money, dude. <laughs> like so much. And I actually, okay. So I fell in hard times pretty recently and like was scrounging the bottom of the piggy bank. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got to like go home. When I go home for Christmas, I'm going to see what my Pokemon cards are worth. (laughs) Actually, if I sold, like I've got like a couple sleeves of like legit, like. I love that you still have. Rare ones. Yeah. I still got them all. And I was like, because I was going to give the kid that I babysit for, I was going to give yeah. him the, some cards. And I was like, well, I got to see which ones are valuable before <laughs> I give these away. I'm not going to give them like, anyway. So uh, I love him, but not that much. Yeah. Yeah. But I was yeah, looking at some and those. I was like, some of them are worth a couple hundred bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I need to do this in the right way. I don't want to get swindled. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do not want to get swindled. No, thanks. <laughs> um, so yeah, what is the Reddit? What would be the right way? Would you do eBay or would you go to like definitely not eBay a shop? I don't know. I had to like I'd have to re- I'd shops. actually put zero effort into like actually researching it. I like researched how much they were worth and like yeah. how where to look for stuff. But I like wanted to make sh- I want to like vet all this stuff and make sure that it's true. And but yeah. I just didn't do that. Yeah, part. yeah. But I wonder where you would. I should do it now though, because Pokemon Cause like Pokemon sort go. of back yeah. again. Like I don't know, but. Uh, I think yeah, like I have like a this is so nerdy. <laughs> I have a holographic dark Charizard that's like what? with like something like a huge. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude! <laughs> that was Charles walking out Charles the door like, saying we have a yeah. He's dropping some bridge. knowledge right now. <laughs> Do you need some help? Okay. <laughs> Bye. Okay. No goodbye kiss either. God, I what did I do to him? <laughs> Oh um, man! But anyway, yeah, I love <laughs> Antique Roadshow. I love yeah uh, finding out like how much stuff is worth. My dad and I used to just like kind of like bet and see how much stuff would be worth, and that show was great. That's um yeah, it's such a classic dad daughter game too. Yeah, I feel like especially when you're younger, it's like let's bet or like I'll time you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Timing. <laughs> I wouldn't think about that, but sure. <laughs> I How much is it? Go. Yeah. Oh, 5,000. Oh. Idiot. I didn't mean I'll time you. How fast can you, you can guess? <laughs> but like just a <laughs> Wait, what did you mean? But I love that. Uh, in my head, it made so much sense. But like dad-daughter games were like betting games or like go do this thing. I'll time you to see how fast you can do it. <laughs> I was like, what would you time on Antiques Roadshow? There's no like time limit. Antiques Maybe, like, Show. guess Extreme. like guess before they can appraise it you guess how much it's worth <laughs> and see how long it takes you to do that yeah. that was 30 seconds Lauren you, you failed <laughs> dang it oh this used to be so enjoyable <laughs> oh man anyway okay so okay what about the sword the sword so the sorcerer and the sword <laughs> and the swoon <laughs> Okay, thank you. Bye, Cat. Bye, Charles. Uh, my house is getting exterminated tomorrow because of terrible bugs, and so cock- 
so because <laughs> of cox <laughs> is this an explicit podcast it's it can be it is now i used to be like hey let's keep it okay but now i just i always categorize it as undefined and then okay. just let people rate it as risk. such yeah. okay because i did one of these like mother i pulled the mic away really fast Mother- oh. Oh. what do i do no, no. And then I, but then i just said cox so. <laughs> now we're in it we're deep in this oh and now we're talking about okay this is okay someone interrupt me hannah somebody somebody in this somebody, room. Hannah, somebody, somebody in this somebody room. okay everyone else just left please help help me <laughs> oh, uh, charles is taking the cat to our friend's house because our place is getting exterminated yeah. so i don't know in case all you listeners are wondering what all the hubbub is about. <laughs> it's a lot going on. A lot of, lot of ish. Okay. He's taking the cat. Okay. Yeah. This sword. Sword. Wow. Yeah. So they found Back it in it. the attic. Okay. I wish I would love to know what they were looking for when they found the sword instead. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe doing the, the secret or like the love of what the tidying up. What's that book that everyone's all into? Spark Joy? I don't know this. Oh, like, oh my God. The Joy of Tidy? I don't know. No, it's like the oh man, now I want to look up the real title. Uh, I think I saw this when I was in the airport at one you of those You guys all know stores. it. Yeah. It's, it's the the like like be clean and you'll be happy. No, it's like getting rid of all the stuff that doesn't like spark joy in you. Oh. And like the it's like the secret. I want to say I don't know why I keep it saying it's a secret, but it's like something the joy of tidying up mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. and you go through all your stuff and say do it does this spark secret. joy in me <laughs> and if not you get rid of it oh yeah and it's like all organizational stuff and like just tidying up your life in your house i gotta do that yeah nothing i'm i was i wasn't saying yeah as in yeah you do but like i was like no but yeah. like people should yeah uh we i have too the, much stuff i do i like did it but then i i got rid of all of these clothes but then i like did I put them in? I put them all in my car to take to the uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, LGBT center, and then I needed my car for something. Like I had to like move a bunch of stuff, and I put the, all the stuff back in my house, <laughs> and then I put that stuff in my storage, like underneath my house. And then I like went yesterday. I was like looking for <laughs> costumes for like that day for mod. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I have eight bags of clothes in my, <laughs> in my under my house, under my home. And then I was like why did i get rid of this stuff yeah but it's like no but i legit need to get rid of that because i'm like not gonna wear all of it but some yeah. of it were legit good pieces that i was like oof Ooh. i went through that i went a save. crazy <laughs> and i should not have gotten this crazy yeah. so yeah. i did the same thing recently and then i just got headshots done and realized i need to also have like some certain audition looks and i was like yeah. all i have are none of my clothes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-oh so i went to the goodwill and bought a ton of clothes i was like this yeah. is not this was not what i was supposed to do i spent way more money and time I basically than I just paid to have my same clothes back yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um well okay the sword is now at the massachusetts historical society um and it'll just be there for ever for a while probably forever until the family's like we want to where do we leave that sword? <laughs> Where what? Oh, is it's, 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 it's at the museum. No, it's not the museum. It's not the museum. It's, it's like museum. I think I left it in my car. Oh, I know. I gave it to Goodwill. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was spark joying. Spark joy. And I, I'm resting the microphone <laughs> on my chest. 
Mm, thump thump. Uh, okay, where where are we now? Let's see. A local charity just gave ninety two thousand uh, towards a uh, towards the Camp Hope, which is a place that does PTSD treatment. Cool. Um, I think we talked about this the last time I was on. I was going to say, it wasn't this, but it was similar, but we did talk about a PTSD yeah, thing like a, the like last a time. Like a camp place. Mm-hmm. Or like a Where they just rehabilitation go center. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the same idea. Um, the last, that one place w- that we talked about in that first episode was a farm. This place is like a facility, but uh, members can go and get treatment free of cost basically uh for six months and go with their families and get therapy and uh get uh help and then hopefully be able to be fixed yeah fix it yeah just get them in there fix them get them out out. (laughs) because after six months you should be you're all good that's all it takes ever in life to get over anything yeah six months i mean tops (laughs) if if that much (laughs) pregnancy it could be done in six months. Yeah, everything could. Pregnancy is a condition. <laughs> Pre-existing. Get over it. Um, Get over it, ladies. Okay. What's that line from the movie? Is it clueless or is it like for every... Yeah, it is clueless. For every week... What is it? For every week you're together is one day of... Because Brittany Murphy is like so sad about the boyfriend she had for three days. Oh, yeah. And Cher says something like, "For every day you're together, like it's how much grieving." Or yeah, it's like you get one day for every week that you're together, or something like that, is the mm-hmm. rule. And I remember being very young and being like, "Okay, That's, that checks <laughs> out." Better write that. Down. Yeah, that checks out. That's a rule of life. That's one of the rules. Yeah, good to know. That's one of the rules of adult. <laughs> I learned all of my rules from Clueless. <laughs> I drive at 80 miles an hour on the speed on the highway, <laughs> recklessly just screaming yeah. uh, in a convertible. <laughs> I have a computer that dresses me every day. Yeah, I have. Yeah. An you old. You have to, to 90s, live in. Yeah. Dell or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And Dell, a Dell closet <laughs> that dresses me. Uh, I would actually. Everyone would love that. I've got like a Paul Rudd stepbrother character um i was talking the other night with somebody about that's how that was paul rudd's like that was before paul rudd was paul rudd yeah but he looks the the same same. he is made of magic yeah and sexiness oh he's so great yeah did no one no one talks about that that was like was it his like son or something it was like they were oh yeah they should not have Weren't they all being attracted to each other? They were not by blood, but they were like step siblings. Yeah, not so weird. Yeah, they did not need to write that into the story. Honestly, no. they could have just said, "This is like my, the dad's like buddy or like assistant, intern." Yeah, but they felt the need to put that in there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. Know he's why. at the house. Why at the writer's room? Okay, but he's at the house all the time. Why? Why is he at the house? Why is he at the house? All the uh, he's he's the stepchild. He's stepbrother. The step- oh, okay, yeah, stepbrother. Great. Go with that. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can't interns just like law interns like be the? No, we like this better. <laughs> no, no, no. This is great actually. Levels. Less holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interns has holes in it. Step brothers is solid. Rock solid. 
<laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. Okay, That's well, on our Clueless podcast. Uh, back to yeah, 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 yeah. Catch our Clueless podcast yeah. on Feral Audio. It's actually Clue More is the name of our podcast. Um, <laughs> we give you all those clues to life and how they relate you did, to Clueless. Uh, I remember you did such good puns last time you were on the episode, too. Because oh, I remember being like, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> it's a useless skill that no, everyone hates. I love it. I was um, talking to my friend Charlie like the other, I think it was last night and I was like he had a really good pun and I was yeah. like I don't think you I love puns and like <laughs> I love them a lot he's like I love them too and I was like wow <laughs> this doesn't happen often uh, people usually shun me and give me so much shit for having puns and I was like this is no. gonna be great <laughs> they're so good they're not easy I mean maybe for the right kind of brain it's like a little puzzle I it's a puzzle that my brain will not unpuzzle. I cannot do good puns very well. It's like a thing that's like people it. like maybe that's why people are mad cuz they think it's like hard but people get like they go like just boo you like even yeah. like especially comedians like they think it's just like low brow like humor. Hack, but I'm like but it's like not. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's freaking smart. <laughs> yeah. Also all bits are stupid. <laughs> Just indulge me on this fucking smart bit, okay? <laughs> I'm a smart lady. I'm a grammar girl. I'm a grammar girl. Grammar girl. Shimmy, shimmy, girl, shimmy, girl, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Girl. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So PTSD. Hundred thousand dollars. Here's my favorite part of this story. Yes. Yeah, that hundred thousand dollars will basically make it so that. Um, people that funds them for almost a year or is like a huge part of their funding for a year. But so the, the found the fundraiser that they do to that got all this together is called the big ass charity crawfish bash. (laughs) (laughs) The big ass charity crawfish Crawfish bash. bash. It's like a big party. And so they go this year, the big ass crawfish bash foundation boiled more than 58,000 pounds of crawfish. (gasps) Not only did they raise nearly $100,000 for Camp Hope, they also made it into the Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest crawfish boil. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's two, so funny. Talk about two birds. Crawfish, baby. <laughs> crawdads. You guys know what crawdads are? Yes. Yeah. What's the, the diff between crawfish and dads? I think they're the same, honestly. Google it. I don't know. But the... Um, <laughs> No, order. we're gonna figure this that out. That was an order. It was more just like a. We should Google it. But um, there's a the baseball team, like the the double A team. I guess is that like the minor league? I guess. What's the step below major leagues? Minors. Yeah. Uh, should have known that. Uh, I don't like sports. <laughs> um, they were called the Hickory Crawdads, and so like that's their mascot was the Hickory Crawdad. I like to get a Hickory Crown Dead Gangs. Did you have an accent growing up? Not really. I mean, I can slip into it. Like when I talk to my parents, Mm -hmm. I have one. Yeah, when I go home, it gets like probably more twangy. Yeah, yeah. But like, or yeah, I'll like say like stuff like that. (laughs) It's it's not like the most noticeable, but my parents definitely have accents. Yeah. Like, hey. I'm on the phone. It's so cute. The kids I babies before were in the car once and I had my parents like you know, like in my car phone. They were yeah. like, um, oh my God. Where your parents' accents are accents are so thick. And I was like, No, they're not. And they were like, Yeah, and you got one too. When you talk to them. I was like, Oh wow. I know. 
no you do you have accents uh, shut up get out of my car <laughs> i'm a I really good accents. babysitter <laughs> Speaking of accents in hometown, <gasps> I'm to hometown news. Oh. So this is my segment I do. It's a little different than last time. Instead of doing small town, I pick out a thing from home people's hometowns. My hometown? That's positive. Yeah. So it's not exactly Charlotte. It's just, it's very nearby though. Like Monroe uh, or something? It's near Waxhaw. <gasps> yeah. Waxhaw. Real, real close. Waxhaw. Waxhaw. Um, Oh, I really love this so much. <gasps> it's okay. So this 87 year old man, uh, started this not, he didn't start it when he was 87. He started it, um, 20 years ago, maybe. I, I don't care if he it. didn't start it when he was 89. <laughs> let's, let's throw it out. Throw I, it out. This is garbage <laughs> news. Hello and garbage <laughs> news. Hannah. <laughs> um, he started this thing called mighty riders. He has a farm and he, he, yeah, 23 years ago, um, he and his wife founded Misty Meadows Farm. And then... I've actually, I think I've heard, heard of Misty it? Meadows. That sounds familiar, but I don't know. Keep going. Um, so what it is, is uh, it's an equine, it's like a horse riding place, but specifically for kids with special needs. So um, kids who are... Uh, like autistic kids who are disabled or have cerebral palsy or any yeah. like any to be able to get them on a horse and they can ride around. Yeah. And um, he had this quote during this news interview because they go and he's 87 and he's like still running the whole thing. Yeah, and, that's uh, very like I love it so oh, much. So cute. And so he goes, he's uh they're talking about how he's helping a little kid from the ramp up onto the horse. Um, and he says, now what happens? They're looking down at you instead of up at you. And when they're on a horse, they look like everybody else on a horse. Yeah. I love that so That's much. That's so cute. I, the reason I think that sounded familiar is because I used to, um, I was a, count, a counselor and like one of the camp directors at a camp for kids with special needs. And they like, before I got there, they would always have, like horses come and like the kids would ride the horses and then it became like a big liability thing. Oh like, yeah. For, like doing it within a camp. Right. But it might've been that company. I don't remember which one it was, um, but, but that's like a thing that like helps a lot of kids. Yeah. With I didn't realize it until this, I read this story and basically so the way it started was he used to be like an investment baker, like a real business, a real businessman, a, deals, a real deals, tycoon deals, deals, <laughs> deals, 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 tycoon, tycoon. <laughs> Um, and then he, I don't know, he realized he was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to use my money I've saved and I'm going to get a farm. And so he did that. And then like a friend of his was, or like a lady, a lady or a friend. I don't, I can't remember if they were strangers or not. (laughs) She could have been a friend and a lady at the same damn time. Um, she was over and her um she was there with her two kids and uh her daughter Stacy had cerebral palsy and was deaf and couldn't communicate or walk or and was blind in one eye. And he oh was like, I wonder what if she would like it if we put her on one of the horses. 
And which I love that this mom was like, yeah, maybe because I feel like my initial instinct would be like, I don't know. Um, So they came out the next day. Oh, that's right. He ran into her at a grocery store. So they came out to the farm the next day and they put the daughter Stacy on the horse. And I guess like her face, like everything transformed. Yeah. And lit up. And so then he started looking into it and he was like, this is a real thing. It's called equian therapy. And he went back to school for it. This is like after he retired. So he knows, uh-huh. like, he went to school and everything. He knows all about it. And that's awesome. works with like over 60 families and is all free of cost to them. 100% free. That of is cost. so cool. I love this guy. Yeah. Cause usually, I guess, a class like this costs $125 per class. Yeah. And it's all free of charge. As if people with disabilities and special needs didn't have yeah, to spend, like, to pay for oh my God. everything. Everything. Like, yeah. stuff that you wouldn't even imagine. Oh my yeah. God. And the the like money that they get from the government is like absolutely nothing yeah it's nowhere near what it should so i love that that's great oh i love that it's a good hometown yeah um and then animal corner last little one you saw this one as i was getting my computer together but a golden retriever gave birth to a green puppy i want to see the photo (laughs) i didn't like fully get to look at it i only saw the headline uh what Oh my god, it is green. It's not an exaggeration, it's a green puppy. Oh my god. Like the family I guess was helping give birth to that's like an unrelated bizarre blob thing. <laughs> oh, too. he's like oh, he's, he's kind of like less green. Yeah, so now he's less cute. green, but I guess it's some like something that can happen with the placenta where like this thing happens and then it literally <laughs> turned this puppy green and that's so this so family cute. was like helping their dog give birth and this one was having a hard time and they like help sharon it's green Green. (laughs) wait what what do you mean it's green (laughs) the puppy's green (laughs) makes me think of that scene from 101 dalmatians Vegeta. 89 yes 91 91 Oh, that was not needed. I don't know why I did that. I love that. Perdita is such a funny name, too. Perdita. Perdita. Roger. Roger. There's 101 Dalmatians. That, that story is so absurd. Um, and that part of the movie goes on for so She would have died. That dog would be dead. There's no also all those puppies would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog would have been huge. The size of Clifford. If Clifford <laughs> had a hundred and one Dalmatians, even though they're a different breed of dog, I would still believe that more yeah. so than this. <laughs> oh, Perdita's the is the dog wife, right? Oh yeah, you're right. What's the uh is it Penny? No, it's it's Pongo and Perdita. And Roger, Roger and, and- Anita. Anita. Anita and Anita. Darling. Anita, Anita darling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Perdita and Anita. <laughs> that's a good Cruella laugh. Oh, yeah, that's good. <gasps> Recently, uh, we I went to um, Exposure Drag Night with Oscar and then Jen oh, and Kale came later. There, uh, but they were doing Disney villains and it was so oh, fun. fire. Someone did Cruella. And then the best one was the best one of the night was Ursula was the club owner. She's my favorite. He's never done drag before and he annihilated Ooh, like every word so was awesome. on point. Everything was perfect. 
I love Ursula. Same. My fave. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of drag, there's a drag show that just started that from La La Land. Uh, oh. The the one woman show that Emma Stone's oh, character is Jimmy Valley's show. Yeah, yeah. I really want to see it. Yeah. I wanted to see it too. What's it called? Goodbye Boulder City or whatever. Yeah. Basically, uh, there's a drag show in LA that's happening right now. It's is a it one drag? Wo- it's just, I thought it was this one woman, one, like a one woman, man, one, one woman show. Uh, it's a one woman show, but he's in drag the whole right. time. I think so. It's uh, not like I think drag, more like, of it is like a character than drag. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Uh. And. I just think that's so funny. It was very funny. When I was I like, that, why I didn't like, I think what? of this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think every comedian's like, give but, it up, give it up, give it up. Yeah. Give it up for Jimmy. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Why did I think of this? Yeah, he based a whole show off of that tiny little tidbit we see in the movie La La Land about Emma Stone's what looks like a terrible one it woman is. show. And it she's is. Like 80 and he million costumes. It out. There's like all you know about it is there's one shot where she's got like 25 different costume changes in the back, and then like a very DIY set. Yeah, and also you know. the like the description window. on the piece, of, like the email that she writes is so funny. It's like, dear Hollywood producers. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't know me. Well, here's my one woman show. Basically, like you have to come or yeah. something. And then she immediately gets. The world's best role written uh, yeah. for her for a top huge. <laughs> Absolutely, she becomes uh, famous. Yeah, city of dreams. You know, that's how it works. City <laughs> of dreams, city of stars. I hated that movie. <laughs> that's a lie. I loved it when I saw it, and then the next day I was like, "What did I do?" I, yeah, I had a, an, a La La Land hangover. It was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. And then I thought about it, and I was like, "Why?" Did this happen? <laughs> yeah. I liked it, but then I also had like an actual breakdown. Like I was not, I was like, my this favorite, is not how of, it works. And one of my favorite parts of Lala Land was that she wrote her screenplay on a, on a pad, a notepad. Yeah. <laughs> it was a full length <laughs> script written by hand in pencil on a, like a legal pad. <laughs> Not even a full legal pad. It was a half size spiral bound legal pad, <laughs> which I so thought was great. hilarious. So funny. <laughs> uh. Well, now we're to the part where I get to ask you about some personal good news Let's stories. Get personal, personal. We're gonna get personal with. Grammar Girl. Hey, y'all. If you're just tuning in, this is Grammar Girl. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, does she got some stories for you. And you may have heard that grammatical error that I just made. <laughs> but it was for effect, well, not for grammatical correctness. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this or to me. <laughs> listen to the podcast. Grammar Girl. listen to me. <laughs> Why do I exist? Like I like that the Grammar Girl character is like I'm so insecure. <laughs> Yeah, this is not this Lauren. Is not, this is all yeah, grammar girl. Grammatically correct. Lauren I'm sorry, is I'm sorry, I'm very, sorry. very confident, very <laughs> self, uh, self-loving. <laughs> Doesn't have a doubt about herself in her mind. So let's get personal. Um, uh, what was the question? Um, let's talk about a time in your life that you feel like something affected you in a positive way. Can be time in my life or recently. 
Anytime. Anytime. It can be recent. It can be early. It can be whatever. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be a good thing. It can be a, a thing that ended up mm. being a good epiphany or a good like, oh, this was actually ended up for the best. Let me think. I was going to share this one story. And I guess, you know what? It's all It all intertwines. Basically, what I've learned in the past year or so uh, is that f- good friends are hard to come by. And you've got to like weed through a lot of a-holes to get to your Mm. true friends. (laughs) And like losing people is hard, but sometimes good. And just like sometimes the best is best thing is to leave the past in the past. Yeah. But um, there's like two sides to what I was just saying. Like I recently like I moved in with a bunch of people that I knew. I think I I was talking about this last time I was on, but basically they all turned out to be like pretty much awful people. And I've known them all since like middle school and high school. And then they all moved out here last year and we all moved in together and it was awful. (laughs) And so then I was like, Oh my God, I've been friends with these people for like 10 or 11 years. Yeah. This is crazy. Like how can I not be friends with them? Like so many of my memories are tied up in these people. And I was like, Oh, if you think about it, kind of all the stuff they did was not the best or like, yeah. And even if it was, they're like we're all different people than we yeah, were people change in college and, and whatever yeah. so people change and like it's okay to like leave those people um and then uh like when you find like really good people in what you're doing now like that's awesome too yeah i went to a party recently and like it was like people that i was like oh like these like the cool kids of like yeah the scene or whatever and i was like oh like there's just like some people just acting kind of shitty and like I was like oh maybe they're not maybe this is not who I want to be friends yeah and like you kind of see like I don't know you see on the outside like people like look so infallible and like untouchable Mm -hmm. kind of and you're like oh my god they're so cool they're so so cool and you're like they're always like like whispering or whatever and you're just like man I want to be in those conversations then you get in those conversations you're like whoa you guys are I mean, we all talk shit. I talk shit, too. It's not like that. It's just like... Yeah. I don't know. You just see people's true colors... Yeah. ...shining through. Um, But anyway, but... Anyway, like, after that happened, I was like, oh, like, I don't need to be anything that I'm not. And I don't need to, like, impress people that I honestly don't care to be friends with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm also a person that's like, I have to be friends with With everyone. everyone. I am that way, too. Yeah. I like everyone has to love me. I've got to be best friends with them all. And I want to like have meaningful dinners with everyone that I meet. (laughs) And I still do that. Like I still go into every like encounter with a new person. Like this could be my new best friend. (laughs) But and like sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But like this kind of figuring out that like I don't have to be friends with everyone. And like especially in our community, it's very it's both like. spread out and tightly knit so it's Mm -hmm. like weird and you're like it's very clicky basically there's clicks that i wanted to be a part of and now i'm like i don't need to be a part of those clicks yeah because like because i like where i'm at i like yeah my friends that are my real friends yeah exactly i like people that are just nice and just genuinely good people Mm -hmm. that you don't feel are going to tear you down at every moment that they get. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or like, it's all on like a, a false footing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like this, probably the city is hard like that in general because everybody's trying so hard to do something. Yeah. And I guess in maybe probably just society in general when you're trying to go after stuff. And so when you're with a community of, uh, and I don't know, maybe it's just adulthood. (laughs) I think it's like, I think it's adulthood, but also specifically in our like field, in our community. It's weird because actors are kind of put pitted against each other as yeah. in like you're going up for the same parts, but we're honestly not like yeah. the parts that I go up for will not be the parts that you go up for. Yeah. Even if we are the exact same body type or any or like look technically. Yeah. yeah but our personalities are going to be so different that like one's going to be right and the other one won't be. Yeah. And so it's just stupid to like put each other up against and compare yourself. Yeah. And, like, and then sometimes that can turn into like a negative thing where yeah. you try and tear people down for who they are instead of, yeah, I don't know. And just the whole like the whole climber thing. Yeah. It's such a huge like oh, pet peeve of mine. Just like people being fake to you so that yeah. they're like get to where you they want to like become your friends so that they can so like get. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, not, not I have zero pull like anywhere, but I'm just saying like, but you know, these people yeah. that you're like, oh, you there's like nothing behind your eyes except for right. like <laughs> you're like yeah. working this system. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? But what's good is that you kind of like figure out who your real friends are. And then. Well, and I feel like uh, it also like having that realization makes you be like, well, I don't want to be fake. Yeah. Either. Am I fake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Grammar. I genuinely am like grammar girl. Grammar girl. <laughs> I'm speaking as the grammar girl right now. Lauren, totally one second once again. Totally confident. Um, <laughs> um grammar, as a grammar girl, ooh, what am I doing with my life? Uh, uh as a grammar girl, I'm floundering. Uh, I'm flopping around. <laughs> I'm a fish out of water. I feel awful about my life. <laughs> Back to Lauren. Ooh, water's good. Uh, I am well hydrated. I am healthy. I am beautiful. <laughs> Money, great. Good, financially sound. My shit's on lock. <laughs> Do you want to interview Lauren, Lauren or Grammar Girl? Grammar Girl. <laughs> They're both here. Which one do you want to talk to? <laughs> I love it. No, but I do feel like uh, the important thing about what you're saying, like the the message I'm receiving is receiving <laughs> is uh, oh, I don't need to like st- I don't need to stress. I need to just be myself. Yeah, and also be kind to people. Yeah, just like um, but honestly, that golden stress. rule of treat people the way you wanted to want to be treated. Yeah, holds up. Guys, yeah. let's just do that. To this day, still holds up. <laughs> yep, after all these years. Uh, just like if, I love that. So just if someone, like if you were going to talk to someone, talk to them like how you would want someone to talk to you. It's such a simple thing. It is. It makes so much sense. Or like when you're, if you went to a party. <laughs> and, and you like, felt. And you felt probably awkward like, as hell. Awkward or like out of place. Hey, if I saw that like at a party that I threw, I'd be like, you know what? Like, I would want to be treated with, like, kindness and yeah. hospitality. So I would go up to that person and be like, hey, welcome to my party. Like, I know you. Like, we yeah. know each other. Uh, here are some <laughs> snacks. Here is a drink. Welcome. Have a good time. Not, 
looks from across the room of the fuck are you? Yeah. Um, and also parties. The other thing I've been trying to remember when I walk into situations like that is like everyone feels that way when they walk yeah. into the room. Yeah. Even the people who are like, oh, I'm so excited to go to this party. I feel like they also have a moment where they walk into the room and they're like, oh, God, I'm yeah. at a party. Especially everyone in our. Yeah, I will say like and also speaking, a lot of this stuff probably went on in my head. <laughs> There could have been no difference in the way people were treating me. <laughs> in hindsight, uh, this all could have been <laughs> cocked in my fucked up head. <laughs> I'm like labeling this like you're like everyone's so clicky. Everyone was treating me like shit, <laughs> and they just legit were just like talking to their friends and each other, <laughs> and I like like just quietly walk into the party and like just go to the bathroom. <laughs> No one said a word to me. I'm an outcast. Grammar girl, are you in there? Come out. I'm okay. Uh, washing your hands still? You've been in there for three hours. <laughs> Lauren's out here having a great time, but grammar girl, are you okay? Nope. It's social anxiety. I I have it, and I even feel like I'm a part, like I'm outgoing. And I've yeah, realized same. that I have it for sure. Yeah. And I've started to try and just be like more honest about it when I can be. Cause I do think that a lot of people are feeling the same way and we're all just smiling at each other. Like fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had like a kind of a funny moment at DCM where <laughs> I was standing. Oh, DCM. <laughs> yeah. I know. Social anxiety nightmare. <laughs> and we were at the party space and the music was insane level loud. And I honestly could not, it was like I was having conversations with people I had never met before in my life and all I could see was their lips moving and them being like and I was with comedy in New York and that and I was like oh god and I like went and stood up against the wall and saw Ronnie Adrian and he was like hey how's it going and I looked at him and was like I'm having so much social anxiety right now because I can't hear anybody I can't hear anybody at all I think I'm just gonna leave (laughs) what did he say he was like okay okay i'm over here too we were both like hiding behind a pillar nice but i think that that's just so real for everybody also so i'm not drinking for a year it was like my yeah new year's resolution and like to just be like healthy body and mind yeah blah 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 and it's like it's dope most of the time but then at parties legit it's like it is learning to have a skill of like being at a party and not drinking because there is like a level of just like ease that you get when you're just like oh i don't care and let's go and have a beer yeah but like just being hyper aware of everything everything of everything within you and within other people and you're like lord help me yeah (laughs) yeah well that's how we make that like unfortunately i feel like all of us subdue that little social anxiety demon by grabbing a beer and drinking it and when you can't do that and you have like that's so much harder when you're not like shut up you little (laughs) go to sleep yeah (laughs) little gremlin goodbye go to bed for the next six hours and also then everybody is like hey do you want something to drink do you want something to drink oh yeah then there's like the drinking anxiety thing of like yeah why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking yeah it's so weird that like people are like so invested in the fact that you're not drinking it's like it's so it's honestly so weird and like going on dates and stuff it's just like oh yeah right it's like weird to go on a date and be like or because it's like oh let's go out for drinks and i'm like okay yeah and then uh 
I like I'm like oh let's get like a whatever like a soda and they're like oh sorry and you're like don't what for what yeah. <laughs> you don't you can drink in front of me it's fine it's totally fine it's weird yeah. and you like think that you're like sober or like pregnant or yeah. like anything you're like no I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to save not- money and not drink as much because of calories <laughs> uh, <laughs> love it love it. Love our, I do love our yeah, community, though. I do, too. I like, I genuinely adore just, like, being a comedian. It's so fun. It's really fun. We're very lucky. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And I, uh, I love the general message of what you're talking about, even the not drinking thing. It's like, don't be, uh, just be yourself. Don't yeah. worry about it. Be genuine and be kind. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Be kind. Be, be cool. Kind. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Even if it causes you social anxiety. Yeah. Get out there. Be nice. Say say hi. Say yeah. something nice. If you mean it. Only if a, you mean don't it. Don't be dead behind the eyes. If you want people to smack <laughs> you in the face, then you can slap me, but like I'm gonna slap you back. Yeah. So there mean you go. It, mean what you mean say, what you say, mean what say you what you know. are. <laughs> Say what you need to say. Say things. Say my name. Uh, say my voice. name. When no um, one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. <laughs> you ain't running games. <laughs> is that the... I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, guys. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you, Hannah. I love what you. What a great afternoon. I love you. What a fun afternoon. And I love you more. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. Bye. 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 A Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.